Welcome to today's episode of Sam Talks Telehealth. I'm excited to be joined by Dr. Kike Oduba, who is an infectious disease prevention and control and public health physician from Wellness Wits. I'm excited she's going to share about managing chronic disease using shared medical visits. So let's jump right into the podcast. All right, Dr. Kike, I'm so excited that you are here with me today. And as I mentioned to the audience, we know each other outside of this podcast. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Sam. Always exciting, you know, to have a conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. And for the audience, Dr. Kike and I know each other. I'm an advisor with Wellness Wit, her company. I think what she's doing is fantastic. And so I wanted to make sure I have her come on and share what she's doing. So let's have you do a quick overview of who you are and what you're up to. So um, I am a public health physician, you know, I've always been pro-population health and anything that has to do with people, I'm interested. And so um, I've mostly worked, you know, with local, state and federal government entities, you know, in public health and developing population health solutions. But uh, during my career over the past, like, like seven, eight years ago, you know, I had a personal experience of uh, a chronic disease, which is thyroid autoimmunity that, you know, kind of led me through a patient journey that brought me into entrepreneurship. And so um, I guess as we continue to talk, you would learn more, but uh, I entered into entrepreneurship, you know, out of a necessity and a need that I saw. And so I started this company wellness with where we help people, you know, with chronic complex diseases manage their symptoms. And um, over the past two years, we've pivoted into helping physicians deploy uh, group programs in their practices to help patients with chronic diseases, like help them manage, you know, issues in between uh, appointments and time in the clinic. So that's pretty much my background and what I'm doing currently. I love it. Okay. So Group visits, like when I always think of group visits, I think of our somewhat traditional, you know, um, pulmonary rehab or cardiac Mm -hmm. rehab. Talk to me a little bit. I think it's not as common, the Mm -hmm. shared medical visits. Talk to us a little bit. What does that mean? And, you know, how does that work? Okay. So I call it group therapeutics, which is pretty much, yeah, (laughs) you know, Put in a group of patients with similar conditions, with similar health issues in a group and managing them together. So this is also known as shared medical visits. And it's a phenomenon that has been in existence since the 90s, actually. It's more popular for uh, diabetes, it's popular for things like hypertension, but primarily for any chronic disease. And so the way shared medical visits and group therapeutics, if you would, works is is that uh, you kind of identify patients needs based on their specific diagnosis and begin to create protocols and you know clinical vignettes that would benefit that group. The way it works is such that the physician is able to 
carry out follow-up activities, you know, in a more streamlined way so that they can spend more time with the patients. And at the same time, they're spending less time with one-on-one follow-ups, right? In between that also, you know, you have other team members helping out with the management of these patients, including maybe psychotherapists, dietitians or nutritionists, health coaches. So it's a collaborative effort, you know, to help the patients feel well. And the benefit to the patients is the fact that they have a lot of peer-to-peer support. Also, they're able to, you know, bounce ideas off each other in a group setting, like, oh, how did you manage this? How did you manage that? And for um, rare diseases that, like autoimmunity in certain in certain um, uh, circumstances where patients are not textbook cases, like in my own case, right? I have thyroid disease. I first had Graves' disease that slipped over into Hashimoto's. And on top of that, I had um, something you would call idiopathic um, purpura with angioedema, which the doctors could not really figure out. And many of the symptoms I complained about, they were like, we can't see it in your test result. So I joined a Facebook group of thyroid disease patients and lo and behold, everybody had my symptoms. And most of them were like, my doctor, you know, cannot really relate with what I'm talking about because they're not seeing it in my test results. So uh, where that, you know, really made me think was doctors are not in these groups seeing or hearing what these patients are saying. And so I, you know, decided, you know, to, so I have a friend who, you know, was, who has a gastroenterology practice who I talked to about group programs. And I said, you know, how about we try this out? And she did. And we saw tremendous results, how that patients would be in a group setting with their physicians, they can ask questions and they feel like they're spending, because these visits last an hour, right? You know, they feel like they're hearing everything, you know, from other patients that they thought they didn't understand, which they were going through. And so it's a kind of um, enlightening experience for doctors when they put their patients into groups and say, oh, all of these patients have the same issues. And so they're able to actually offer treatment, you know, that is specific for that therapeutic group. And the results are usually very positive. Most of these patients come back from like, after the first visit, they keep coming back for other visits. So um, that has been my experience with group visits. And um, the good thing is now that insurance companies are open to, you know, reimbursing for these visits because, you know, the CMS has put out a statement saying that um, when you see patients in a group setting you can as well build for that visit like you would your one-on-one so that has helped certain physicians actually embrace the idea of shared medical visits and on top of that they're able to offer chronic care management and even remote patient monitoring through this group visit so it's like streamlining workflows increasing efficiency increasing patient engagement and the results are usually positive health outcomes on top of that you know improved uh, medical adherence, the patients are well-educated and informed. I always tell doctors that a well-educated patient is a compliant patient, is a healthier patient, is a more cooperative patient, and of course, a happy patient. So um, those are the things that I found interesting about group therapeutics. And um, I think it's an exciting future for the healthcare industry if more people you know, begin to embrace this model of care.
Yeah, I think I think everything you said is, and, and I want to dig on a couple things because it's part of the reason I love what you do and, and why I've been so excited to be able to partner and advise with you right. is when we think about, so when we think about, let's take thyroid, right? Yeah. If I go into whether it's my primary care doctor or the person who's doing my active thyroid management, um, you know, even if I go, say, if I go into endo or something, right? If we're busy, those docs are busy. So if they only have that 30 minute follow-up slot, we don't have the time to go through every little thing. And so patients can feel like you're not listening to me. You're not hearing me. You're not helping me. And what we have seen a massive rise in, just like you visited our Facebook groups with coaches. And we're not here to bash on coaches. That's not what we're talking about, but we all know there is a difference between medically trained, whether it's um, medically trained nutritionists, medically trained physicians, all these medical training and these ad hoc groups. And what we also know is the groups, people who have um, been able to do great things with their own healings. Again, we're not discounting any of that, but patients pay to be in those kinds of things because they're helpful. They feel seen, they feel heard, and they're able to, to solve kinds of things. So talk to us a little bit about this idea of how do we bring this same, I don't know, level of empathy, level of understanding through Mm -hmm. something like this, but through a medical model. Right. That's a beautiful, that's an amazing question. So the way it works is, you know, all of these groups that we're creating are physician led, designed and owned. And so when patients hear that my physician has a group of patients just like me in a room and they're seeing them examining their symptoms, answering their questions and dismantling misinformation, they feel very comfortable. And so that's what makes it different from Facebook groups and other groups out there. Unfortunately, there's a ton of misinformation, you know, right now in the world, especially with the pandemic and all that, and doctors can't keep up. So this is an opportunity for clinicians to actually take control of the narrative in medicine now by hosting patients in a group setting, educating your patients, you know, you're giving them the information they want to hear. Because you go to a doctor's of many patients now come in with Google, you know, like papers with Google, there's things they've Googled and said, doctor, I read this. What about that? You don't even have time to listen to that. You don't even have time to read all of that. But then the patient leaves feeling unheard right? And so if you take a proactive measure to educate your patients, let them understand exactly what you want them to know about their specific condition, their medications they're taking, their nutrition, their lifestyle, it makes a, it makes a world of difference, right? The patients feel more empowered. They feel more partnered with, with their physicians, with their clinicians. And so, you know, as much as, and the good thing about group therapeutics is also that all these people you see online creating groups are incorporated. All the backend work when it comes to charting, you know, nutrition, monitoring, remote patient monitoring are done by health coaches, health educators, nurses, and medical assistants. Even the physician doesn't have to be, you know, 100% involved in the whole process. But as long as you're the one leading the pack, you know, we call them virtual care teams, right? Physician-led virtual care teams. So if the physician has oversight 
over all of this going on. So even if it's the health coach running the group, it still works as long as it's under the supervision of a physician. So that one makes it different. That's what makes it even more powerful and impactful for patients because they know they have the safety of a licensed physician or clinician working with them within this virtual care team. I don't know if that makes sense, you know, the way I described it, but it's it's a very different ball game when it's a physician handling these groups. And it's, it's super, super impressive, the results you can get from that. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what I love about this program is that it does allow physicians who, again, are very busy if you're a primary care or you're a specialist, but all of these, it's like these outlier chronic Mm -hmm. types of things, my IBS, my, you know, thyroid, all these Mm -hmm. things that are like, oh man, this is chronic management. I don't have the time to do it when they come in here. And I'm also afraid they're on some Facebook rabbit hole with, you know, the latest, whatever, again, (laughs) we, we, we shouldn't help do all these things, right. But not (laughs) these strange fads that Uh then have a problem with how do we look at it medically for a short break in the podcast. I want to talk to clinicians out there who'd like more resources and support around getting on the camera. We know you've been doing it for well over a year, but there's still some things that can always help you present just as professional as in clinic as you do on camera. So for additional resources, I've created a workshop called camera confidence for clinicians. You can find that at telehealtheasy.com forward slash camera. And that's a workshop to really help you get more connected with your patients, feel as professional in person as you do on the screen. And it's a nice workshop to be able to give you all the tools, checklists, and some really easy hacks to make it, you know, less overwhelming to be on camera and not so worried about, I don't know, the second chin or any other variety of things. But we've got you covered. TelehealthEasy.com forward slash camera for a great workshop on improving your virtual health visits. And with that, let's get back to the podcast. So talk to me a little bit on that chronic disease side. What are some of the uh, chronic diseases or, or pathways that you have right now that you partner with physicians to be able to help them manage? Awesome. So I have helped, you know, I've, I've created a few programs like a diabetes, you know, prevention program. That's very popular. Even the CDC has an incentive for physicians to do diabetic programs, you know, most times in groups. So that's popular. We've also done this with thyroid patients. We had a 30 group, uh, 30 patient group of thyroid patients when we walked through the process, you know, of group therapeutics and it worked phenomenally. And also we've worked specifically with a physician who is a gastroenterologist who had, I mean, over the past few years, she had gathered like maybe 10,000 patients in her practice whom she just, we just sent out this email blast to invite them to join the groups. And, you know, we deployed three groups in her practice and every single one of those groups came out very impactful for me because I thought, wow, look at how much we could achieve with these patients. So one of the groups was the elimination diet program, which people found very difficult. You know, the good thing about an elimination diet program, it's, it's diagnostic and also therapeutic, right? And so patients come out of this program feeling like, wow, like I feel great because you've eliminated 
all the junk foods, you eliminate pro-inflammatory foods. On top of that, anything that is toxic to them in the environment, they've eliminated and they feel great, especially knowing that their doctor is meeting with them every two weeks to manage and monitor their progress. Another one that we did was um, uh, weaning off uh, PPIs, right? A lot of people have heartburn, but they keep using PPIs, acid blockers, but then it keeps, it's like they keep getting more dependent on it, like they keep increasing their doses. And so she was like, you know what, let's put these patients in a group and see if we can win them off. But it came with a lot of assessments. Are you even eligible for a wean off, you know? And then get, taking them through the process of actually to not, maybe not just wean off, wean down on the prescriptions they're currently on. So that really helped seeing a group of 30 patients, right, going through the same process. Some who had problems winning off, you know, were able to get ideas from their peers, like, oh, I took this out of my diet and that helped, you know, and then when we're in these group sessions together, the doctor is answering questions. They're asking, you know, for more answers and clarification. Some of them went online and dug up information, information and the doctor was like, no, that's not true. This is how you go about it, you know. It, it's just, it was just such a rich experience. And so we've been able to do this in different things. Like you, we've talked about gastroenterology now, we've talked about endocrinology and of course, primary care. So I imagine this is also possible in cardiology, patients who have cardiac risk, like high cholesterol, hypertensive patients, you can put them in groups, you know, and manage them because they're all chronic diseases. Even arthritis, you know, arthritis is a, is a, is a, is a condition that stays with you for so many years, you know, and pain management is also a huge deal. So grouping patients, and one thing, one thing that I've noticed with chronic diseases, which I experienced is isolation, right? You're isolated from your family who really don't understand how you feel. For, more, for, the, for many years, I felt people thought I was lazy because I would drag out of bed. I couldn't do anything. But then when I found myself in a group of patients experiencing the same thing, I was like, see, I'm not crazy. I'm not lazy, right? And so it was just amazing to see that the isolation literally kind of goes away when you see other people like you. So I believe any chronic disease that makes people feel isolated, like people with arthritis, you know, autoimmunity, that's another big one. You know, mine was also autoimmune, right? We're talking thyroid, but ultimately it was autoimmune. Autoimmunity is a big one where a lot of people just feel trapped in their own body and the symptoms that they experience and they kind of cope with it. But until they start talking about it and they feel like they're, you know, sharing their experiences, then they begin to feel validated and feel like, okay, I'm getting somewhere here. I'm beginning to identify my problems and somebody's listening. And, you know, when your physician can understand you like that, you feel like you're making headway and it really helps helps you mentally even, you know, the psycho, the, the, the psychosocial aspects of chronic disease is a big deal. You deal with those things in a group setting, it's a very, um, it's a very impactful experience, you know, for patients. So you, you, you can't limit the amount of, you know, people you can help when you begin to open up yourself to other opportunities to help patients beyond the traditional one-on-one face-to-face 
visit. So um, I think it's a great opportunity, you know, for us in digital health, really, to begin. And the good thing, you know, everybody's going digital, right? It's all telehealth now, right? And so with that, doctors can sit in the comfort of their home and see people, you know, 20 people on a Zoom call. And there is a way to go about these things. I know there might be questions about confidentiality and privacy, you know, according to CMS, as long as the patients voluntarily opt into these groups, you're fine you know, with HIPAA and all that. And of course the group is, you know, is closed knit, you know, everybody understands the rules, you know, there's always pre-visit forms they have to fill and sign. So when all of that is taken care of, everybody's got an understanding, you know, the patients understand. And quite frankly, many of them find it fun. You know, they kind of love it. I was initially concerned, like how will patients feel like my doctor is treating me in front of other people? But ironically, many of these patients loved it. You know, I've read a lot of research papers on this. This is something that is going on in the Netherlands. People do it, uh, doctors do this in, the, in Europe. I think it's a very popular model in Europe, actually. So I'm thinking the United States in, you know, and, and uh, North America would actually catch on to this, you know, group uh, therapeutics yeah, wave that we're experiencing. So I guess there's no limit to what we can achieve if we continue to put the message out you know like you doing telehealth easy and you know educating doctors and all of that so yeah. yeah I mean I think what I love what I love about this and because we definitely know group visits have efficacy and we've seen them um you know through the years but it had really been concentrated in these like the specific, you know, American Diabetes Association diabetic mm. group visit. There's like a code mm. for that. And then it was mm. like, um, you know, cardiac rehab and there's a thing for that. Uh, mm. And pulmonary rehab, a thing for that. And, and mm. when we've done those virtually again, same, the patients are so excited because there's people mm. like them. And mm. just like, have they done that in person or virtually? These people are like me. What mm. I love about what you've created, Dr. Kike, is mm. that you're actually coming with all this other variety of chronic mm. disease of what we know providers don't have time to manage because right. there's no way they can manage it. We're not in any way bashing on them. We're saying there's no way you can manage it. You can't have enough case managers. You can't have enough people to manage all this. You don't have enough time. And here we've, I think part of the reason it's probably so popular in Europe is because they have um, nationalized health systems. So they right. have a value-based health That's system, right. right? There's a wellness incentive. Unfortunately, right. we're in a fee-for-service. <laughs> it's not as great, but here you have been brilliant to find a way to say, how do we use what we have, which is fee-for-service, mm -hmm. and we can back in something that is highly effective so mm -hmm. that a provider now sees 30 people at once mm -hmm. with an entire virtual team who supports them mm -hmm. after their you know, woohoo, I'm here for 30 minutes. I'm checking in with all of you. Oh, right. okay, we're answering questions. Right. Now your continued virtual team is going to yeah. take this over and manage you. And again, mm -hmm. this isn't about, I think another things we see in traditional, you know, like hospital systems and stuff is there's a concern that that groups who come along with some kind of additional benefit will then be like taking those patients, right? Because mm -hmm. like maybe primary care or, or GI can't manage the IBS, but if you send them somewhere else, you may never see that patient again. Right. What I love about what you've created in the virtual team is mm -hmm. 
This is all, this is what you're doing. You don't have a motivation of, I want your tests later. I want your procedure later. I want these patients for my patient panel. It's literally coming along and saying, I've got a group, a shared medical visit that will help you do X, Y, Z. How can you see 30 people at once and get paid for those 30 instead of seeing 30 people individually and still not actually being able to manage their chronic disease because all you could really do was find out what were you trying to rule out? Exactly. Exactly. And that's so true. And the good thing about this is we can set goals for the group, right? Even though the physician is managing individually and and what makes it even more powerful is the fact that we can utilize technology to handle over 50% of the tasks involved in this, right? Before the patient shows up for the group visit, everybody already filled out a form, right? The assistant, the health coach, health educator, or the nurse or the medical assistant already read through everybody's chart. The patients have already logged, you know, maybe their foods or their mood, their symptoms ahead of time. All the physician is coming to do is just sit, monitor everything going on, answer questions. And after, you know, the cool thing is also the fact that we're not eliminating one-on-ones, right? We're just streamlining. So for those who need to be escalated into one-on-one visit, can it be easily identified from the group? So everybody is seen, but then those who are high utilizers can easily be taken care of outside the group. And another thing is for for many people with complex chronic diseases who don't have one diagnosis, they have multiple diagnoses. We're trying to, you know, kind of make it a more integrative, you know, um, like a more integrative system where everything is taken care of, but by different people, right? But we're utilizing technology to manage all of these little, little things. And on top of that, you know, you're offering... Uh, you know, uh, food journaling, health education, you're offering uh, even, uh, what's it called, lab tests Mm -hmm. through, you know, this whole group thing, because everybody can easily get their lab uh, orders done at once, right, as a group, like everybody's testing for this during the season. And so when you're able to do that, and even write prescriptions and do medication management for the group, you've literally saved yourself almost 50% of your time, right? I read an article that said in 2018, the uh, the, uh, American um, Board of Physicians did a research and they found that that physicians spend at least 50% of their time on EHR documentation. Like that's a ton of time you're spending doing that for for individual patients, right? individual patients. So you're spending almost 20 minutes. That's outside the visit time. So if you're able to do it for a group of patients, right, with the help of allied healthcare providers who are not licensed physicians, but they can do these things for you, then half of your job is done, right? You're not trading time for money anymore. And you're being more, uh, how would I put it? You're being more proactive in managing your patients because there is just so much need out there, so much to do, but you really cannot do everything. And of course, with our current situation in the healthcare industry with the pandemic and everything, there is a huge burnout problem. And I think group therapeutics would easily, easily help reduce the burden 
you know, it would help us identify who really needs the one-on-one -on -one care and focus on them. And also we reduce hospitalizations, right? And emergency visits, because then, like I said, we're being proactive. So for me, this is a public health thing. This is my forte, right? <laughs> we're dealing with the population in such a proactive way. We're preventing disease and we're also helping people who really need the help. So um, it's amazing. And like I said, you know, the ENM codes that you would use for one-on-one for -on -one visits are the same exact ones that are applicable in the group visits. Isn't that awesome? I know. It's, 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 it's so amazing. And that is, you know, why I love it. And, you know, wanted to make sure that my audience sees it again. I yeah. work as an advisor with you. I know you in the outside world, but I, when I see things that I think, let's make sure I can share with my audience. I want to mm -hmm. make sure we do it because I absolutely love what you're doing. And I think it can really transform practices who have chronic disease in them, which we even know most do. So <laughs> where do people find out more about the Wellness Wits? Yes, we have a website. It's www.wellnesswits.com. And um, we're going to put out uh, like a little white paper for, you know, physicians to go read. So when we would put the link in the uh, podcast information, right? And so everybody who wants to, anybody who wants to go get more information can always go there and see. And of course, on our website, we already have all our groups that we're currently running available on the website for people to go look and see what we've done done you know there's patient reviews there like we have like over 15 patients who wrote about their experiences in this group just go there and read what they wrote it would blow your mind how you know satisfied these patients are I was there worried like okay maybe you know people don't want to be talked to about their health conditions in front of other people people are like talking and sharing and like because they have an hour with their doctor so I mean so when you go on our website you see all that you know information and um, we have a form there as well for doctors who want to just uh, get more information like we offer free consultations to doctors who want to start we show you how to start and we show you how our own team can help you and of course our platform is available for doctors to onboard and come on and just use and uh, share their own um, information with patients in that platform and also run their own group programs and of course you know doctors can also take some of our the key here is the content we create so the way we've done it is we've created content for different therapeutic groups right we have for GI, we have for endo, we have for autoimmunity, thyroid, and we also have for just plain nutrition, right? We also have for diabetes. And all of that content can be put in any EHR, right? For the doctor to put up for their patients. And when they do come for group visits, they can always ask questions and bounce off ideas based on the content we've already created. We also support physicians with marketing, right? We write out, you know, a lot of things is very, very centered around medical communications. And of course, as a physician, I've been able to master the patient's story and understand what they wanna hear and what they shouldn't hear from the doctor's perspective. <laughs> a lot of tactfulness has to come into play with all of these things. So we've, we, we have a whole team of medical writers who write these programs, write out the, medical, uh, the marketing materials, and we share these things with the doctors to share with their patients. And when patients see these things, they're able to, you know, opt-in, right? And 
accept the invitation to join the groups. So um, typically groups run for, like if you wanna do a specific group for a period of time, it can run from four, four, uh, from four weeks to three months, right? Another option is to do something they call DIGMA, which is a drop-in group medical appointments. It's called DIGMA. It's an old term, you know, it's something that has existed for many years and doctors don't know about it. So when patients know that my doctor is going to be on Zoom like every Tuesday at this time, I'm going to drop in for that appointment. So yes, doctors can host that, like decide that one day a week, I'm going to dedicate that day to seeing patients in groups. And so all my hypertension patients can come see me on Tuesday and drop in, right? And when they drop in within that one hour period, you can bill everyone who showed up during that hour for that visit. Patients, it removes the waiting time. There is no waiting time because before the, the moment the patient books, we send an alert, fill out this form, right? We've already seen, because these are all, by the way, we need to mention, this must be for existing patients only. Right, yes. All new patients right. must have a one-on-one -on -one visit first with a physician. Uh, so all of this would not make sense because it has to right. be a patient you already know. So for people who come into the practice as new intakes, we usually take them through a different process. We assess them, we do the physical examinations and all of that, and then we funnel them into the groups, right? And so, uh, like I said, the doctor can do that, that DIGMA model where you're setting a time, one hour period to see patients. And when the patient list gets exceeds 15, you cut that off and open up another visit if you need to, right? So there could be a wait list. But the thing is just focusing your, your energy during that one hour on all those patients and allowing them to have that ample time with you in a clinical setting digitally. So um, love it. Love it. And really for all the, you know, physicians watching, or if you're a practice manager, I'm just, I love what Dr. Kike is doing. I think it is really, really exciting. And it's taking us from that. Yes, we want value-based, but we're not there yet. And until we are, Mm -hmm. then this is the type of thing that can support our chronic disease and have incredible outcomes. And also yeah. then your people aren't on strange Facebook groups, getting mm -hmm. information from whoever they feel like. So it mm -hmm. actually allows you a much deeper connection mm -hmm. with your patients through that patient relationship. Yeah. I will have all of the links. I'll have the links down there, but I definitely encourage everyone to go and take a look and speak with Dr. Kike. I think this is a really, really exciting um, exciting program. And of course, why I'm also excited to get to, to partner and be, be an advisor on it. Um, Dr. Kike, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I really appreciate thank it. Yeah, thank you. It was a delightful conversation. And um, I see a lot of great things coming out from this new era of digital health where we're all in and well done with telehealth easy. You've made it made it normal for us to all want to do telemedicine. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Sam Talks Telehealth. Isn't it awesome to get a chance to talk to providers, learn what they're doing, how they're doing it, and what they see as the future. Don't forget to like, subscribe to the podcast so you know when we're dropping everything new. And of course, you can always visit me personally on telehealtheasy.com. We'll see you back here next time.